It's time to reach out, reach out. Time to reach out, reach out. Touch everybody, reach out, reach out. It's time to reach out, reach out. Someone need help. Yes, it's a beautiful day. It's a great day to have a great day. And I am indeed having a great day. And I'm very grateful and very fortunate uh, to, to say that. And I think we all should have a great day. Why? Because we are in control of whether or not we think we are having a great day or not. Let that sink in. I mean, we truly are. Whether the sun's out, which makes it even easier to have a better day, right? Or it's raining out or we spilled our coffee on us this morning. It doesn't matter. Now's the time to realize that it is a great day to have a great day. It's a good time to be alive. Every day is a good time to be alive and it's a blessing. And I touched on gratitude before and I'm just going to keep harping on it and I'm grateful for that. Um, but thank you all for listening. This is Strength Within Podcast Episode 15. Eric with an A. And what I want to talk about today is, you know, a few things, but I want to rope them all together. But, um, you know, I, I had called myself out in the, in the sense of the last time I was talking, I wasn't doing certain things that were attached to my why, right, and projected me in, in the way that I wanted to go. And so I had to call myself out. I had to check myself. And I said, you know, I'll check back in, in in the following week, and here I am. And what I had changed was I was back to writing things down in the sense of things that I needed to get done, things that I wanted to do, things that I needed to do, that all were in the direction that I believed would put me where I want to go. Whether or not I, that's where I need to go, but where I want to go, that align with my goals, my dreams, and things that I want to get done and things that I want to get accomplished. So that was the change that I made on top of reading more. I cracked open a few more books and I put my head in some books and, and, and it's, it felt good instantly, right? The oxytocin, the love drug, when you do something or you see something good or somebody doing something good, it feels good, right? It reciprocates. It's the ripple effect. And so I started doing that. And you know what? Law of attraction. Good things start happening. Energy gets put out there and it comes right back to you. Some things are, are faster than others, but things started happening. Things started aligning. And um, I had the fortunate opportunity for the third year in a row to to help out a group of athletes. I won't go into a lot of detail because that's kind of minuscule to the actual context of what we'll be talking about. But for the third year, I, I had the opportunity to work with up, upwards of 20, 25 kids, high school kids, some incoming freshmen, um, some seniors, um, even a, a fifth senior high school. And um, it's a blessing, the fact that they reached out to me. Um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for, you know. It's almost like a, a reassurance that what you're doing is in the right direction. And that always feels good, doesn't it? Um, and so they reached out to me. They had brought me here. And it's you know more so of like you know, what some people would say, like a strength and conditioning thing. You know, I more so look at it as character building, lifestyle building, because backing up, you know, it's in my profession as a trainer or a group fitness instructor or, you know, working with athletes or one-on-one with clients or small groups, the exercise portion of it is the easiest part. And a lot of trainers will tell you that. And if not, maybe stepping outside and thinking about that because telling somebody or demonstrating or having somebody do an exercise correctly, that's what, yeah, that's what we go to school for. That's number one. But number two is the mindset. 
How do you get somebody to change their behaviors or their way of thinking so that they can get on the right path towards their goals and their dreams, whether it's weight loss or muscle building or becoming a better athlete? How, how do you get that to happen? Because if we can't start with that, then the exercise doesn't mean anything. People tend to fail. So when I get brought in to do these things with these people, these groups, these athletes, you know, in, in this case, is I try to step outside and go, okay, yeah, we're going to work out. Yeah, we're going to exercise. Yeah, we're going to make some progress in, in that realm. But how can we, how can I help them become a better version of themselves either off the field, right, or off the court or off the ice? Because to me, that is what makes a difference. That's the impact and the, and the lasting impact that I want to have on these people. Not, oh, you killed us, you made my legs hurt. That's easy. Time under tension. Do a thousand squats. Guarantee your legs are going to hurt. But it's deeper than that for me. And so when I'm presented this opportunity, I want to take full advantage of it. Okay? And every year, I always, every, every year in that, it's a four-day span, Every day, I have a concept that I want to build upon. And then so day one's this concept. Day two, we're bringing in day one's concept, but we're going to build upon that and build upon that and build upon that. And a lot of it is, again, that mindset. I try to bring these kids. So a lot of them don't know each other coming in. So you're incoming freshmen that don't necessarily know the seniors, but the seniors may know some of the juniors, et cetera, et cetera. But I want to pull these people together and actually create teamwork family. Because when you have these team sports, it's exactly that, a team. Cliche statement, but so true. You're only as strong as your weakest link. So we need these people that are on the stronger end of the, of the spectrum to build and bring up the people on the other end of the spectrum. And how do you do that? You do that through teamwork. We're a family. They have to realize it. So that's just like one aspect of what I'm thinking about. But I always have a uh, uh, um, a point that I want to get across because again, they can take these concepts elsewhere with them. Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully, you know, and a lot of it comes from either the people I know or what I've been through or what I've seen. Right. And so I, I, I don't want to say I wing it, but I wing it. Let's be real. I wing it because the exercise portion is easy. I got to feel it out. So when I get there, what's the vibe like? What are these people giving to me energy-wise? And then I'm going to frame the week off of that off day one. And now with these special times, right, everybody's been quarantined. School got canceled early. We don't know if your kids, your children are going to school. We don't know if colleges are going to be open. We don't know. And so I, here I am, I sit there and I was like, man, and something just hit my heartstrings. I said, how many seniors do we have? Please raise your hand. And I look and it was probably about 30%, which is enough. And I feel for the seniors. I felt for the seniors that didn't get a proper graduation before, right? But life goes on. But I'm sitting there going, okay, these, these seniors, this might be their last season or this is their last season. It's also their last year in high school and it's supposed to be the time of their life. For those that did get a graduation, right? I'm sure a majority of us as adults, you remember what that felt like. And as I'm, as I'm doing that, I'm going through, I'm like, okay, how many juniors we have? How many incoming freshmen we have? Blah, 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 blah. 
I, I, I just prompted, I said, do we know if we're going to have a season? No. Do we know if we're going back to school? No. And I said, that is out of our control. And they agreed. I said, that is completely out of our control. So we have to shift the focus. We can't focus on that we cannot control. We need to focus on what we can control. And that is right now. And so kind of going back, it's, just, it's, it's a brutal truth in life, right? And we, we often, we don't have control over a lot of the things that happen in life, in our life. And, you know, whether or not you're like, yeah, I agree, or like you're like, I don't agree. It's just the truth. It's the brutal truth. Like we, we do not have control over a lot of things that are happening and that have had happened in our life. And I sit there and think and I break down, you know, there's, there's, there's different kinds of people. There, there are some people that resist this truth, this brutal truth, that we do not have the control. And they become that control freak that we all know. Or maybe we've been that person, right, at some point or some season in our life. And like these people, these, these control freaks that are resisting the truth, they're like the micromanagers. And they're the ones that try to force others to change. Right? Almost like a diversion. And, and these people, like they, they figure if they can gain enough control over these other people and their situations that they can prevent bad things from happening. Right? So the people that are resisting the truth and, and they're micromanaging, trying to force these other people to change because if they gain enough of that control over somebody else and their situation and makes them feel good about their situation because they think they're preventing the bad things from happening to not only the person that they're controlling, but to them. And just take a second to let that sink in. I mean, we all know, we've either been there or know somebody that's like that. On the opposite, I feel that there's some of us and people that know that they, we, we can't prevent bad things from happening. We know we can't prevent this from happening. We know we can't prevent that from happening. But we worry about it anyway. <laughs> we worry about them anyway. <clears throat> like what? Like, like nat natural disasters. Something that's going to hit close to home. Deadly diseases. Worrying about things anyways, like a deadly disease. Something that we know, we know we can't prevent certain things from happening, but we worry about it anyway. And us worrying like that occupies the space in our minds and occupies us with our time. But we know and hopefully can agree, but that's just a waste. That is a waste of time. That is a waste of energy. Why worry about something we can't control? You may not have a season. You may not have school. You might not go back to your job. Your job may not open. We can't control that. We cannot control that at all. So we have to focus on what we can control. 
But what are the things that we can control? Well, I feel like a, a, a takeaway and it's kind of sitting back is we first, we need to determine what we can control. Right? This is where like my writing down, you know, for me, I need to see it. What can we control? What can I control? What can you control? And so I'm with these kids and I said, look, we got to focus on what we can control and not what we can't control. And I'm going to give you two things. You can control your attitude and you can control your effort right now. So in that sports sense, as I'm trying to break them down, not only just physically, but mentally to build them back up. I said, you can control your attitude and your effort right now. And that's all I want you to focus on today. This moment, I want you to focus on the way you think or feel about something or someone, your attitude. I want you to focus on the vigorous, determined attempt that you're going to bring right now, your effort. And that's it. And I think that it applies to all of us, me included, every day, determining what we can control. And two things that stand out to me is your attitude, the way you think or feel about a situation right now, and your effort. What kind of energy are you putting into it, right? And effort is, you know, by definition, a vigorous or determined attempt. You're trying. That's your effort. It doesn't have to be a success. It could be a fail. But what are you putting forth into it? That is your effort. You can control those two things 10 out of 10 times. And then as I'm thinking, oh, what are some other things we, we, can, we can control that didn't necessarily deal with this, this group? You know, I didn't want to go too much. But I was thinking, you know what? We all can control our body language. That's huge. Going back a couple podcasts where I was talking about all the, all the madness that's going on in social media and, and people taking things out of context because we're not we're going screen to screen. We're not going face to face. We're not looking at each other in the eyes. You're not seeing the body language, but we can control our body language when we are presented with that situation. And we need to be conscious of our body language. We can control that. We can control our passion. I kind of, you know, in my head, I kind of rope that with effort. But how much love, how much, how much feeling do you put into something with that effort? How much passion do you put into that? And something that was, you know, hit home to me was, was being prepared is something that we can control, I can control, you can control. And this is where I was lacking previously, and that's why I was calling myself out. I wasn't being prepared. I was getting too loose I wasn't preparing for my, myself. I wasn't writing things down. I wasn't reading. I wasn't doing the things that, for me, were a part of my why in life. And so I was letting the things get out of control. You know, my mind getting all crazy is because I wasn't being prepared. And once I start be, started being more prepared, how quickly things started falling back into place. And it feels good when things fall into place. And it feels good when opportunities come to you and, and you're capitalizing on these opportunities, right? And then you just feel good all around. Law of attraction, law of attraction, law of attraction. Being prepared helps with that. So by me writing these things down, all these opportunities started coming to me. It's a great day to have a great day. Why? Because I chose to. I was prepared for it. 
rain, sleet, or shine I was prepared for. But determining what we can control, attitude and effort, that's what I brought. I said, look, kids, like you, you can control your attitude and your effort right now, today. That's the only thing I want you to focus on. I don't want you to focus on what you did yesterday. I don't even want you to think about what we're going to do tomorrow because it's going to give you anxiety, right? Don't stress about it. Focus on today because, again, we don't know if we're going to have a season. Who cares? We don't know if we're going back to school. Who cares? We don't know if in a month from now we're going to have a job. Does that matter yet? Kind of, sure. But today is what matters. So you got to focus on the way you think or feel right now, today, about something or something, someone or something, right? You can control your effort, your attempts. You can control your passion in that effort. Facts. And it makes sense. It makes sense to me. And so that's what I consciously try to do. You know, and as I'm telling, you know, this group of kids, I'm like, yes, and they're understanding. And it's inspiring me <laughs> way more than they even think. Whether or not I'm inspiring them or I'm just some guy that's like, blah, 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 drill sergeant, blah. <laughs> I'm getting inspired. And they're having an impact on my life. And so going through these different things, you know, these little warm-ups, and it doesn't necessarily matter, but they're just like minute uh, movements to get the body flowing and, 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 and getting loose and, you know, trying to prevent energy, or energy, trying to prevent injury, excuse me. And I notice, in, you know, some of these kids just going through the motions. Always happens. I look for it. And so here's my time to pounce. Stop. I said, what are the two things you can control? And they yell, attitude and effort. I said, can you control someone else's attitude? No. True. Can you control someone else's effort? No. It's facts. I said, but can you influence somebody else's attitude and effort? Can you influence your teammate next to you's attitude and effort? I'll wait. Yes, you can. You can influence somebody else's attitude and effort. And they agreed. They said, yes. I said, so do it. So while you have these other kids half-assing these little movements, these things in the warm-up, call them out. You're supposed to be a what? You're supposed to be a team. How does that apply in life? You got a loved one next to you or you got a good friend or somebody you consider family? Are you going to let them slack off? Call them out. You have an influence over other people's attitude and effort. So why not use it? And then I broke it down even deeper. Because this is where I think it applies to everybody and everything that we do. I said, if you're willing to slack and half-ass these little things, these little things in life, what are you going to do when things hit the fan and you got these bigger opportunities and these bigger uh, uh, responsibilities in, 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 these, in these jobs. What are you going to do? You're going you're gonna, you're gonna to half-ass those? No, your character ain't going to be ready for it, so you're probably going to quit. And this is what I'm telling them. I said, if you can't do this with passion, with effort, what are you going to do when it's game time and the championship's on the line and you're tired? Are you going to quit? 
Because those little things add up to bigger successes, to bigger wins. It's the little things that people brush under the rug. But those little things, right, that's what adds up. You think a house is just built with one slab? No. It's those little things and those little supports that go into it that make it sturdy. It's those little things that we do, right? It's the little disciplines that we do. That's what creates a strong foundation. So that's what I'm telling them. I said, look, don't let these people next to you do that. Call them out. You can control your attitude and your effort. But how about you put your effort towards somebody else as well? That's a thing. You can help influence somebody else's attitude and effort. The other thing going with that that I, that I you know, this year I was trying to get across, I said, you know what? We don't quit. We don't quit. And these are things I used as I was training for marathons and what brought it back to me in, a, in, a, in the forefront of my mind was I was watching this guy win this, it was like a last man standing race, right? They ran this treacherous mile loop and it was go, go, go. They had to run it every 20 minutes. So however long it took you, let's say it took you 15 minutes to run it, you had five minutes rest. And once that 20 minute clock hit, boom, you go again, you go again. And they were dropping like flies and you go into the last man standing. And the guy that won was an ex-Navy SEAL and he's talking about mindset. So of course I'm already roped in and he's like, had this guy that was running with him and it was his first time running something of that caliber of that distance. And he goes, look, man, there's a thing that you just got to speak out loud. You just got to say that you, I don't quit. I don't quit. He goes, you can think in all you want. He goes, but when you say it out loud, something being verbalized, going back to that law of attraction, when you write something down, when you verbalize something, you'll start to believe it. It's like a mantra. And so in this race, he's sitting there and they're yelling back and forth, we don't quit, we don't quit. And it got this guy to run, I think his longest distance at the, up into that race was like 40 miles and the guy ran 100 miles. Yeah, he was hurting, sure, you're gonna go through pain. But when you tap into something in that mind like that, we're capable of so much more. And so I brought that with me. And I said, we don't, and they yell, quit, we don't quit. So here we, we, we held a 15 minute wall sit. And kids wanted to quit. I can feel it. I can see it, right? Your muscles start burning at minute three. 15 minutes. Because you start to believe as the people next to you are yelling, we don't quit. We don't quit. It was the two things that they can control their attitude and their effort. The attitude, the way you think your mindset or feel about something. Help them with their effort. A vigorous or determined attempt. We got to focus on what we can control and not what we can't control. We have no control over a lot of things that happen in our life. So why worry about it? Let's not focus on it. My team, it's, it, it's a great day to have a great day. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Whether you're listening to this right now or tomorrow or whenever it is, it doesn't matter. You have control over your attitude and your effort. Thank you all. Love you guys. Oh.
It's time to reach out, reach out, time to reach out, reach out, touch everybody, reach out, reach out, it's time to reach out, reach out, someone need help.